Welcome back to the Adventures with Sarah P podcast. I'm your host, Sarah P, a 19-year-old girl trying to figure out this whole adulting thing through life's adventures. Today's episode is actually a little bit different. For the first time, I am filming a podcast episode to post on YouTube. I started the Adventures with Sarah P, the podcast on YouTube, just as a way for someone who might not be able to like just listen to the audio without watching anything, have an opportunity to be able to listen in on the podcast while watching a video. So I am super excited to now be able to share with you the podcast on YouTube. So that's really, that's all that's different with this episode. I just wanted to share that. So in case you have been struggling to listen in on the podcast on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, just because it's just audio and you need a visual, I'm happy to share with you that you can now watch on YouTube as well as listen in because YouTube has both audio and video. But yeah, that's actually all that's different with this episode. But I'm actually having a really great day. I just had a piece of cookie cake because my roommate surprised me with a cookie cake and some flowers for reaching a thousand subscribers, which was so sweet. I started my YouTube channel, my YouTube channel, not the podcast YouTube channel, my YouTube channel five, almost five and a half years ago. And when I started the YouTube channel, my goal was to reach a thousand subscribers because that's what you need to hit to start getting paid. And so that has been my goal for the past five and a half years. And I have constantly put a video out on YouTube for the past five and a half years, every Sunday at noon. And I'm so happy that my hard work finally paid off. But I wanted to talk about actually trusting the process because not only is that something that took freaking forever, but it finally happened. You really had to trust the process. By you, I mean me. I had to trust the process on that one. But just in general, just trusting the process. I was talking to my friend Riley. If you don't know Riley, Riley and I roomed together last year in the dorms. We were, well, I guess we still are. We're definitely are still teammates, but she's actually on the swim team. I'm on the dive team and we are no longer roommates. She lives off campus and I live off campus, but I'm on campus, if that makes any sense. So like my apartment is considered off campus, but I'm on campus, whatever. Anyway, so we decided to live in different apartments just because I wanted to be closer to campus. She wanted to be further away. Um, but we're, we get along very well. We're still friends. We did not end on bad terms or anything. Um, but I was talking to her the other day and I was just checking in because I hadn't talked to her for a while. And she was talking to me. We were just like catching up and we were just like reflecting. And I was talking about like how we like made it through last year together because um, I just felt like I was at one of the lowest points in my life. I was thinking about it. Third grade, I was at one of the lowest points in my life because I hadn't yet been diagnosed with my auditory processing disorder and my learning disabilities. And so that was a really hard year for me. And I just had a teacher that like sucked and she was like, read more. And it's like, that's not solving the problem. That's making it worse, whatever. So that was probably one of the lowest points in my life. Second was my freshman year of high school. I went to a private school and all these like other high schools like merged into it. And so 
I like didn't go to one of the schools that merged in and I had like no friends and it was like really hard and like really stressful. So anyway, that's the second lowest point in my life. And then the third lowest point in my life is freshman year of college. And that was because I had just like surrounded myself with like bad people that were very negative and like it was it was a whole thing and it was just like very not good. But we trusted the process. We made it through. We are doing so much better. But we were just like reflecting on last year because she had also mentioned that she was also not in a great place last year. And I actually did not know that. I like had there were like days where obviously like you could tell like after like living with someone like you could just tell like oh like they're having a rough day. But it was just like I guess like I felt bad because like I hadn't noticed and I just like felt like a bad friend that I like hadn't noticed. But Um, It was just, like, nice to know that I also wasn't the only person struggling last year because it felt like it, and it was just, like, hard. Um, But we were talking about just how I had, like, we both just had to get through it. And for me, like, yes, I had surrounded myself by bad people, but not all of them had been, like, free of choice. Like, some of them were kind of, like, forcibly put onto me. And we had to work through it and we had to trust the process. And so really just like reflecting with Riley, it made me think about how I just had to trust the process. And I am a big, 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 big believer in things happen for a reason. And last year, my mom kept telling me that she was like, Sarah, things happen for a reason. Like it's going to get better. You're going to get through it. And it was so freaking hard to hear. Because, like, it happened every time I called her. She was like, it's okay. Just trust the process. Like, it's going to get better. And I didn't really understand, I guess, what trusting the process meant or, like, what it was. Like, I don't know how to describe trusting the process, but I'm going to get to it. But anyway, it just, like, made me really frustrated every time she said it because I'm like, I don't get it. Like, I don't want to get it. I don't get it. Like, this is stupid. Like, no, my life just sucks. And so then... I was like, you know what? I'm done being negative. I'm done like having this negative attitude. I'm done always being sad, always being upset, like never being happy. I'm done with it. So then I decided to trust the process and turn my life around. And I am so happy I did that because life has just gotten so much better since then. And so I wanted to talk about trusting the process just because I was talking to Riley about how even this year, I had been struggling again with just some like other stuff not related to last year and how I like it was in diving and so I was just struggling with that and so I went to see our sports psychologist and he was like telling me stuff and I was just like I don't get it like this doesn't make sense like I'm gonna do what you're saying but like I just don't get it and eventually I just like let it run its course and things started to get better. And I like started to do my dives again because I had a mental block, but we don't call it a mental block. We call it a brain freeze, I think. And it's like when the like, okay, so he described it, your brain, as there's like three parts. And then, so the first part is fight, flight, or freeze. And that's the part I had gotten to. And that's why I think it's called a brain freeze. And then a part on top of that is common sense I think and then the part on top of that is like human like concern for being like 
scared of things. So, like, those last two, like, might not be right. I just remember the fight, flight, or freeze. So, don't quote me on that. But you get the point. You get the point. So, we were ta- I was talking to her about that because she was like, yeah, like, I'm just struggling right now. And it's, like, not working. And I was like, you got to trust the process. I know you're going to kill me for saying it, but you got to trust the process. And she's like, I just still don't get it. So she inspired me to create this episode on trusting the process. So I want to walk you through trusting the process. And you can shout out Riley for this episode. And I will shout her out for the inspiration because I was a little concerned. I wasn't going to come up with an idea for this week's video and then we had the conversation and I was like, oh my God, can I use this for a podcast episode? And she was like, yeah, go for it. So thank you, Riley, for this. I also have some notes on my iPad. So if I keep looking down, if you're watching on YouTube, that's what I'm looking at. So I want to talk about trusting the process. And I'm going to give you a little, is it like an acronym? Visual? I'm going to go with visual. Visual because I think acronym is not right. So we're going to think of trusting the process as like driving, okay? You get to be the passenger princess and the driver is the universe. So let's say that you're telling the universe you want to go to Target because we know we all love Target. They get too much of my money. So it's like a little Uber driver, you know? So you're telling the universe, I want to go to Target. And so then you're driving to Target and then you're like, oh my gosh, wait, I want a fun little drinkity drink. We're going to stop at Starbucks. And so then the universe, the driver, is going to start driving to Starbucks. And you're like, wait a second. Like, you're going a different way than what I'm used to. Like, wait, go go this way. And the universe just, like, won't go your way. And you're like, this is so weird. Like, I know what I'm doing. Like, go this way. And the GPS and the Uber driver are like, no, we're going this way. If this was happening in real life, I would immediately go into fight or flight because then I was like, oh my God, I'm getting kidnapped. And you know what? That's what happens in the real world. Real world is you start to think about how things aren't going your way and you're like spiraling if you're me and you're just starting to go downhill and you're like, oh my God, we're not doing what I want. And the universe is like, no, you need to do this because this is going to help you get ready for your target, your trip to target. And so for me, it's just thinking about how, yes, there is one way to get to Starbucks and there's one way to get to Target. Like we could go like from point A, like a straight line, point A to point B to point C. But the universe is like, no, we got to go from point A to point A and a half to then get to point B. And it's just like little things like that, that like eventually work themselves out. I hope that made sense. It made sense in my brain. I hope that made sense because it made sense to me. But that's what we're going to think about when we think about trusting the process. Okay. So trusting the mindset, trusting the mindset, trusting the process is a mindset that can help you navigate uncertainty, achieve your goals and find peace in the journey. So let's think about driving with the Uber driver and we're a little passenger princess. So The first thing to trusting the process is setting clear goals. So start by defining your goals and what you want to achieve. And having a clear vision of what you're working toward can make it easier to trust the process. So for example, 
let's use diving because I was struggling a little bit with diving and I feel like I've gotten a lot better at trusting the process and trusting the like practices and like getting my dives off. So we're going to use that because that's very recent for me. So we're going to break it down. I have a goal and that goal was to get my reverse one and a half on three meter. If you don't know what a reverse one and a half is, it's where you walk forward, flip backward one and a half times, and then you go in, in the water on your hands. Super scary, but you know, we set goals for myself and we had a plan to achieve them, but we got to break that big goal down. So my little goals were to start by doing a standing reverse one and a standing reverse one and a half yeah that's right on three meter and my goal was to do some really good lead ups on one meter to then achieve my smaller goal of doing the standing reverse one and a half because to me in my brain that seemed easier than just doing it with a hurdle which once I did the one with the hurdle I was like that was not easier I just really put myself through that but anyway my smaller goal was to do some really good lead ups on one meter to do some standing somersaults, get them good. Then on three meter, do some standing one and a half on three meter and then go back down to one, do some somersaults with a hurdle and then just take it up onto three meter. And so once I was able to achieve those little goals, I felt so much more confident in achieving this big goal of mine. But we can't achieve these goals without a plan. And so those small goals or those small tasks where was my plan to achieve this long-term goal and trusting the process. And I think what's important is not putting yourself in a time constraint. I wasn't like, I will just say, I do very bad when I get put under pressure where if it's like, if you don't do this right now, like you're going to have punishments. And so for like me and diving, it's like, if you don't do this dive right now, you're going to get kicked out of practice. Like I personally just want to curl up into a ball and die. For other people, they're like, oh my God, this is my motivation to go. And it's just like, that's not how my brain works. And so for me, I had to make sure that when I set this plan, I wasn't like, if I don't do it on, I don't know, Wednesday, like the world, like I'm going to be so mad at myself. Like I need to do it by Wednesday. No, I was like, you know what? We're going to start the school on Monday. We're going to work on it Tuesday. We're going to work on it Wednesday. And if I get it off on Wednesday, great. But if I don't, like we're going to keep going, keep working at this plan, even if it means like having to stay extra after practice or finishing my practice and having to do a little bit more after practice, fine. But as long as I'm able to keep working on this plan and keep working towards this big goal of mine, A-okay. That was my wrist that just popped. I don't know if you heard that. It was kind of loud. The biggest struggle I've had is um, embracing uncertainty. And I talked about this in the confidence episode. So we talked about confidence and my new new definition of it. I cannot speak today. I'm so sorry. My new definition of confidence is, wait, now I really got to think. I got to pull this one out. Um, Giving yourself permission to perform without a guarantee. I'm pretty sure I just got that word for word. I'm really proud of myself. So for me, confidence used to be 
just having this like glow when I like performed I guess is like I don't know how to describe it it's just like I felt like I was like glowing like I had this effect to be confident I didn't really understand what confidence was I guess like I just I just assumed it was when like you glowed and like you just had this like aura about you where you just like held yourself up high and you like knew what was going on and so when I got this new definition of confidence it really was like no confidence is being able to perform without a guarantee so going up there to do this reverse one and a half and what if I smack I did it I attempted to do it and that I am proud of that and just being okay with like if I go up there and I don't do it I'm still proud of myself because I had the opportunity to do it I either worked on those lead-ups my coach said my lead-ups were good enough to take it up and so that's a win for me if my lead-ups are good like for me like it's the little wins that like have to lead up to that big goal for me like as long as I like get to check things off my my to-do list or my like checklist I feel really good about myself so I had to think about those little wins as well but it was just that understanding of I could go up there I could have done the best lead up on one meter or on three meter and if I go up on three meter and I smack like I went for it and I know the next one I'm gonna get it because I just need to get the first one off and so just understanding that there's no guarantee to how I was gonna do it because most of the time when I do a new dive I do it completely wrong and I don't do it like how I take it off like um, a lead up is and I take it off like either super fast or super slow and then I end up smacking and so like just understanding that there's no guarantee for how the outcome's going to be but as long as you are able to hit those little goals make a plan be able to achieve little steps in your plan and I think for me what was just the most important part was just like letting it like letting myself go being like that's okay if I don't do it but as long as I tried my hardest and I know that I really couldn't get the dive off, like there was nothing I could do, like my feet just wouldn't move, that's okay. But it's the like what gets me is when I know I could have done it and I didn't do it. That's the hardest part. And just knowing that like, you know what? It's okay. We were just having an off day. We can come back tomorrow and we can just do a couple more lead ups, feel maybe a little bit more confident. And then go up and take take it up because like the, I think especially in diving it's really hard because diving is just such a mental sport and so like yes my coach can tell me like you can go up there and you'll be fine but for me it's more of a like letting myself go and just like trying to be proud of myself for not only the little wins but like just like getting up there to do it and just like I like don't even know how to describe it you're just like you are just proud of yourself because no matter what happened, like as long as you know you did your best, that is enough. No matter what the outcome is, no matter what the score is, like if I'm competing this dive, no matter any of that, like you just have to like let it go. And I know that's really hard and just be happy with how you performed. And I think that mindset has really helped me in the long run, especially in this season, because we just had a meet this past weekend and I my goal for the entire meet was just to get this reverse one and a half off on three meter and so I feel like I was able to perform my best on this dive when I just knew that all I had to do was get it off it didn't matter the outcome it didn't matter like what was going to happen 
as long as I got it off, like I was going to be extremely proud of myself. If I made finals, great. If I didn't make finals, that's okay. Like I did the dive and that is good enough for me. And so I think that really helped me like get up there on the board and just hear Sarah Parksville doing a 303, 303C. And I just like walked down the board, did my dive and I ended up getting sixes on it. And I was not expecting that, but I ate the entry. So I was really happy with that. But, um, yeah, so I think just being able to embrace that uncertainty of just knowing like this could either go really well or this could go really bad, but I am prepared for both and I'm going to be proud of myself no matter what. And obviously that doesn't just apply for diving, that applies for everything in life. And so I think having that mindset has really helped me in diving, out of diving, and like everything in between that I do. Okay, this next one is um, staying patient. I'm not great at staying patient. I get very impatient very easily. And so this one, I feel like we can like skip over if we, I feel like you need to, like it's okay. It's not for everyone, but I think for me, just staying patient looks like, again, being able to embrace the uncertainty and just being patient with myself and knowing that I could, I have the whole week to get this dive off. If I get it off, if I'm not able to get it off until Friday, fine. If I don't get it off on Friday, also fine. But I just need to be patient with myself and work with myself to do good lead ups, to do all the work that needs to be done to eventually be able to do this dive. And again, outside of diving, that could look like I have an exam coming up. I swear like every time I record an episode, I always have an app, like I always have an exam coming up. So like that kind of sucks. Like exam season is going strong right now. But I think just being patient with myself and just knowing when to like max out and be like, okay, like I need a break is super important. And so like for me, that's what like being patient is about is knowing when you've hit your max and you need to move on or and then come back to it or take a break and then come back to it. So for me, that's what being patient is all about is just like being patient with yourself and just moving on when you need to move on and coming back to it later. The next thing I have is being focused on the present. This one is, oh, Siri wanted to say hello, or Alexa, Alexa wanted to say hello. Alexa, say hi. Hello. So what was I talking about? Focus on the present. Being in the moment, I think, is so important, especially, okay, so in diving, I just remember my coach a few years ago telling me to compartmentalize so now that is like my least favorite word is compartmentalize but compartmentalize is just I was like focused on I think I had an exam or something that was going on at school and like all I was focused on was that at dive practice and he was like just compartmentalize and I was like my brain does not work like that but it was like a good thought like you know the intention was there but you know, when you tell someone to like calm down when they're like not like when they're upset, that's how it felt. So compartmentalize. So just like being able to separate and be present in the moment is super important. And so just like being focused in the moment, like for me in diving, like I've feel like I've really improved on that, like whole like school thing at practice and like other things at practice. And so just being able to be at diving, like leave everything else behind the pool deck 
and just like be on the board, be on the pool deck and just like be in the moment. I think it's super important. And anything you do, like just being present is super important and especially interesting the process because I feel like if you give everything you have in the moment, the process is going to work a little bit faster and like go like with the flow more and you can ride the wave and it'll be like a little bit smoother. But I feel like if you're so worried about so many different things at one time, it's so hard to be present in the moment. And so then if we think back to the, it's not an analogy, is it? Is I, I think it's an analogy, not an acronym. I think I said acronym earlier and I totally meant analogy. So let's go back to the visualization that we did of the Uber of the universe and us being a passenger princess. And so if we're not in the moment in the Uber and we're focused on something else, we're going to miss our like exits and then we're going to be like behind or we're going to like have to go reroute and then we're going to have to go through some more struggles and that's not fun. But obviously like you can't be like focused like that every day. So take that with a grain of salt. But I think being present, especially when you're struggling, is super important. And I feel like it's even harder when you're struggling because you have so many different things you're focused on. And so just being able to compartmentalize and just like separate everything is super important to trust the process. I think finding support is super important. And I think that is what I really struggled with a lot last year was just not feeling supported except by my parents and my therapist and like my friends back home. I think finding a good support system really helped me move to a better direction. And so maybe that looks like you calling your mom after every practice because that's what I do. I call my mommy after every practice and I'm like, hey mom, guess what? I had a great practice and it makes her smile every time. So either calling your mom, texting your friend, being like, hey, like having a great day. How's it going for you? Or making sure you get your appointments with your therapist because that's super important. And I feel like that's the only way I got through last year was talking to my therapist at least once a week. So just creating a support system for you. For me, it's really like my parents, my friends, and my therapist and supporting yourself, supporting yourself, surrounding yourself with people that really care about you and being able to support you. I feel like once I was able to create like a friend group that really was able to lift me up and had very positive personalities, I guess, positive outlooks, it really helped me change who I was. And that is something I will stand by is If you surround yourself with people that do things that are bad, you're eventually going to start doing those bad things. And so once I was able to start having a more positive atmosphere around myself, I feel like it really changed how I looked at things for the better. So, yes. (sighs) Lastly, I have celebrate small wins. I think it is so important to celebrate those little wins as I was talking about earlier just like at practice having those like little things that led up to my 303 on three meter my reverse one and a half 303 is like the diving numbers for it um 
but it 303 means reverse one and a half in case you don't know um I think just being able to celebrate when I did that standing reverse one and a half on three meter I was terrified I really thought I was gonna pee my pants on the board I was shaking in my boots like my heart rate was really high up there but once I got it off I was so excited for myself and I was like you know what like this actually isn't that bad. Like, I've done this dive multiple times. Like, I don't really understand what I'm afraid of. And so that was a really big win for me. And so then on the next day, I was like, if I can do that, I can do it standing. So then I walked on in there into the pool deck. And I was like, I got this. And then what did I do? I did the dive. So, you know, I think just celebrating those small wins, no matter how small or how big they might be, it's super important to do that. Like... <laughs> The other day, I got to check off my entire to-do list in one day, which I had not, was not expecting. I was expecting it to take, like, at least three days. And so that was such a big, like, I, it was a small win for me, but, like, it felt super big. I was so proud of myself. I was like, wow, I'm being so productive. And so just being able to celebrate those little wins, like, no matter what. Like, oh, like, if you get up early. Like, I get so excited. Like, I think it's such a win when I get up before my alarm because then I feel like I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to be so productive because then I have extra time to, like, do schoolwork in the morning or whatever. So I think it's super important to celebrate those small wins, especially if it's, like, a sport. Celebrating things outside of the sport is super important just to have those little wins because, again, I'm not, like, a psychologist or anything. I don't really know how the brain works, but I feel like if you just – keep having a negative attitude and you don't get to celebrate those small wins outside of whatever you need to trust the process in you're not like it's just not going to get good like I feel like it's just going to keep going down and then if you're me you're going to spiral down and then it's it's bad so I feel like just being able to celebrate those small wins is super important and trusting the process and again with everything having a positive mindset I can't emphasize it enough when you change your attitude from I have to do this to I get to do this and just keeping that positive attitude even when it gets super super hard is so 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 important and so I get it it's not easy when things are going bad but the second you change that attitude of that mindset I promise things will be getting better and even if you don't notice it, I feel like you will because I know when I was having that negative attitude, the second I changed into my positive attitude, I was like, oh my goodness, like so many little things are going right. And I think I ignored them or just like glossed over them when I was being in that negative mindset. So that is super important. But I know dealing with hard times is super hard and trusting the process is something I'm still trying to figure out, but I feel like I've gotten a lot better at. And so just, you know, getting through it, celebrating those small wins, surrounding yourself by good people with positive attitudes is super important. And just being able to make a plan, try and stick with that plan, have those little wins in your plan to reach that big goal. And I hope that you are able to reach your goal soon. I know it's hard but I have faith in you. You can do it. And I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please leave a comment, share, like, all that fun stuff. And I will see you next time. Thank you so much for listening.